episode of the AA meeting. I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts. We got EJ, the slick master, and Aliyah, <laughs> the lover. And how you guys doing today? How y'all living? I just want to say that. I'm drinking too. I'm drinking too. Yeah, so. we're drinking. Let's all cheers. Yeah, I think EJ's done. EJ's done. EJ's done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done for the night. <laughs> mm. I, I'm definitely done. For the night. He's definitely done. I'm glad to see you guys doing live and well. Today's episode is kind of fun because EJ and Eli don't know the topics. I came up with the topics this week. At fucking all. <laughs> like they don't know and they lit. So it's kind of going to be hilarious because it's going to get. I got some very deep questions. <laughs> And I think it's not good that I gave deep questions only be on a slight because we're a little intoxicated. Well, EJ is a lot intoxicated. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go with the first. This is my first question. It's gonna be a, this is a softball. What do y'all feel about the Quavo and Sweetie situation? I knew it. Uh-huh. It's a softball. What y'all go feel about? Go first. Um, first, are y'all familiar with this situation? Yeah, oh, I yeah. was going to say, I don't know the full spectrum of. So, Sweetie broke up with Quavo, right? Because of cheating allegations. Um, they also alleged that Sweetie had did a podcast on Revolt saying that some out-of-pocket stuff. Super. And then about uh, a threesome, but he got to pick another man. Yeah. And Quavo was like, Sent out some tweets. She sent some tweets back, and then ultimately Quavo sent the repo man to get that Bentley back. So, my question is, why do we glamorize? Like, why are we? Why do we care so much about celebrity relationships? I don't know. I think like why? Why is that the thing? Like, I understand it because it's like we love our favorite artists getting with each other, but like, why is that? I just think it's so weird. And then I saw a post this week posting like Moneybag and Ari and they were like our only hope. I was like, baby, go outside. Go touch some grass. Like, no, I've seen the same. No somebody, I've seen that because somebody so tweeted say, bro, you don't got no family members? That's been up there. <laughs> like, go go touch some grass or something. I don't know. That, well, it's yeah, weird honestly, it's sad. It's weird it's to me. I just want to know why. I do feel like celebrities have their business put out there a lot of the times without wanting it out there. So that's where I do feel for celebrity couples. But I don't know. I don't. What, how do y'all feel about Quavo taking the, the car back? Because in my opinion. It's funny, though. That's word, so funny. It's funny. Canceled it's canceled because. Funny. It's funny, but it's like mad petty. Like, that's so that's so petty. It's petty, but at the same time, if my name is on that car, I'm taking that shit back. Like you know how mad you know how mad you gotta be though to be like all right because I've never heard that happen before. What's about like like a rich couple be like Give me my car back then. Since we since take care, take care with no. Hey, oh, since it's up then, it's all the way up. <laughs> so, someone said Quavo said Sweetie said take care. Quavo said take car. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. 
that was the level funny. of petty. I don't know. I'm just not at that level of petty. Like, That's crazy. Like it is what it is. Whatever I gave you, cool. It yeah. is what it is. Like I'm gonna just take that L as an L. Like it is what it is. Like you know what I'm saying. As yeah. far as, but then again, I never gave them like a them. Yeah, so that, I mean, I don't get exactly, crazy. That's a, that's a hundred thousand. That's, a whole, exactly, that's a whole. That's a whole house right there. That's a whole house in the yeah. car. Shit, okay. I want that for you. I'm, I'm gonna need that back. Respectfully. That takes us back to the ATL scene. Where No, it's crazy. Cause like my next question goes well to what we're talking about. So I'm gonna ask you guys. Uh, I'm gonna direct it first to EJ because I feel like EJ has like a, a real idea on this. Then I'll give it to like what in society right now that bothers you the most. As far as like, if I'm being honest, like as far as what bothers me about society is a lack of emotion. Like, like the thing is that like. A lot of people need to feel the emotions. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. everybody goes through stuff. It's like it's weird. It's like everybody's so like keyed up on being like heartless or being like savage. It's like, bro, how the fuck are you supposed to be savage and then like everybody be trying to be sense? It's like pick one. It's like either you're gonna be an asshole or you're gonna be a sense. Like make your make a struggle. Like make your mind up, like tow your line. Like if you if that's the way you tow it, like stand on it, you know what I'm saying? I'm like personally me. Like, I'm not a simp or a savage. My thing is, like, like I feel my emotions. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody be, like, out here tweaking on some stuff or trying to be savage. I'm like, bro, that's not you. Or else, like, niggas be trying to be, be like, gangster stuff like that. I'm like, bro, be who you are. Like, a lot of people be trying to be stuff that they're not. And it's just, like, be who you are. Like, toe your line. And that's what it is. Like, I think that's what annoys me about society. Everybody be trying to be fake. It's like, just be who you are. Like, it's just, like... Life is too short for you to be something that you're not. You know what I'm saying? That's true. What about you? Like, I, I feel like you got a few. Oh, yeah. Like, you she have a few. She has a few. I just be flattering all the fucking time. <laughs> so, um, what's like, what's one like, what's the, what is, what is like the one that's like, all right, this is, this is annoying. Like, this is, I don't like this about what we got going on here. The biggest thing is body, body and beauty standards. Ooh. Because, I think Instagram has made them so... I'm not mad at Instagram or Instagram models, but it's just... I think we've become desensitized to real bodies that have stretch marks and cellulite. And, like, it's just so crazy how people want, like, a thick woman that's natural but with no no stomach. Like... Cause that that all comes together. Like you don't pick and choose where your weight gets distributed. Right. Um. Yeah. And I think the way that society judges bigger women for how they eat, like they bully Lizzo because she eats healthy, True. but Sweetie's eating McGang Bangs on video, and <laughs> it's like it's fucking. I don't know. That was weird to me. But yeah. is it? Cause I see like when when Lizzo was trying to get healthy, the the bigger women groups 
with the ones painting like getting mad at Lizzo for getting healthy. It's like when they did. Yeah, uh, but that's the people who are already in that culture, though. You know. What I'm but saying? yeah, but I felt like they did the same thing with Adele. Remember when she lost all that weight, and it was mm-hmm. like, why did she? Why did she lose that well, weight? The reason is that what is that what you mean? No, I'm asking. No, well, okay. No, that's not what I mean. I mean more okay. like the people who who like will sit under Lizzo's post and be like, she's so unhealthy and she needs to uh, do whatever. Okay. But then we'll be the same people like like the skinny girls that are like, I can eat four, four for fours and like not have a problem. Then like they don't see like the My oh, that is, like, yeah. like honestly, I remember when me and Nick were talking about it, like how like the aspect of like video girls in the nineties versus like to now. Like how like a lot of like girls in the '90s are very natural. Like they're just like their body how it was. It like how it was. Like it's like yo. Like it was very natural body. Like very natural standards. Versus now, where it's like girls who have like big boobs and big ass and some stomach. Unfortunately, that's not realistic. And that's the thing. It's like and then it's putting pressure on girls who don't exactly look like that standard. And that's like the thing that's in. You know what I'm saying? But the real thing is. Yeah, it's just like the real thing is, it's like at the end of the day, at the, like if I'm being frankly honest, like 100, if a guy likes you, he likes you, and like, mm. and that's the thing. So like, it's it's not good. I'm like, don't get me wrong, I'm not the one who's speaking for all women or whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm not that dude. But like, my thing is, it's just like even like it's not good because like, yo, like every girl comes in different shapes and sizes. And I'm not like I'm not like the all-inclusive guy or anything like that, but it's just like be realistic because like a lot of these girls that are in videos, it's not natural. That's not like don't get me wrong, unfortunately, like like there are definitely girls who are blessed with like the boobs and the butt and stuff like that, and like the slim waist. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like that's not that's just not the way that like naturally things are distributed. You can't control where stuff is distributed. It's just like being more realistic. And it's just like and unfortunately, as all guys, like not all guys in general, I'm not friend like generalize us all, but like some guys are like, yo, I want this, this, and that. It's like, unfortunately, don't worry like that, fam. Like, well, I think that's why she was, like, I think a lot of was saying, like, how on Instagram yeah. it's like, you'll go on your explorer page and you'll remember I did that? You go on your explorer page, yeah. you just seen like every like bikini picture, like no stomach, no stomach, no stomach, big butt, big titty, over and over. You see that light skin, light skin, light skin, light skin, light skin, light skin, like you know what I'm saying? And then you get to this, this, and it's sometimes I don't think people realize like some big women, it's hard to lose weight. Like it just is sometimes hard to lose weight. Not not saying it's hard, it takes a level of discipline and stuff. And if you already been eating a certain way to change it drastically, it takes time. And then plus you got genetic disposition and stuff like that. Yeah, like, for sure. You're naturally a big girl. That, like genetics play a big role yeah. in how your body distributes weight. Like there's some people who are top heavy and like they work out their all the time. They work out, they eat right, whatever. And they're still not built perfectly. And that's just because of genetics. That's just how their bodies are. I think ultimately it's gonna go go ahead and like follow into like just how much you love yourself because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, like in all realistically, everybody's ugly as somebody. Like <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody's ugly yeah, as somebody. Yeah. And it's just the fact of all right, cool, you don't fuck with like, table. Like cool. I'm a I'm gonna go with somebody who likes it, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, yeah. it's like, like, hey, all right, cool. Like, you don't like tall, dark, and handsome? You like light-skinned niggas? All right, it is what it is. That yeah. was a thing. That was a thing in high school, bro. That is a weird thing to me. That was a thing in high school yeah. where I found, like, it's still it's not like, much. It's, like, it's no a thing shame, now. No it's not as a thing. It's all love. Like, no, like, it was. I remember that was a thing. Like, yeah. I remember that was a thing in like in my in my high school or like kind of like when I was coming up, like I'm coming up like I'm old, but like when I was in like middle school, high school, yeah, like I was in middle school, high school. I remember girls like it was like very infatuated with the light skinned guys, yeah. And I was just like, damn, and like damn, like I'm too dark, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there like, dang, like it shit because it scares me to talk to girls something like that do all girls think that way, like, yeah. And this brings so, up to my neck. Yeah, you got it. But I had one more thing. Um, yeah, go. This one, I don't know. This one's going to make me seem like a whiny bitch. But <laughs> I, have a, I have a problem with men. Um, Say your piece. Not, yeah, respecting, your not respecting women that they don't find attractive. Oh, God. Because a, I, yeah. I've experienced it a lot where <clears throat> once you know how do I say this how do I phrase it like I'll no, be I'll out just... I'll be out with like a group of women and one mm. guy will find like a couple of them attractive they won't find me attractive but they also won't address me just as a which person is rarity. which is the rarity mm. okay yeah I don't be out so <laughs> um but that I've seen I've been through that a lot like where men will disrespect me and find it okay because they're not attracted to me. That is a and problem. That's the thing. It's just like that's a problem. That is a problem. Hurts. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. a problem. Because that's a problem. Even as the, even me and Nick, we talked about this. Like in certain times when you like granted out of a girl group, you may like granted you may be interested in like one out of that girl group, you're still gonna mm-hmm. interact like you're still gonna talk to everyone just as like a common courtesy. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not trying to ignore people like they don't exist. Like like it's like, hey, granted, I'm not attracted to you. I may not like you like that. I'm Must still be awkward. polite. Yeah, and I think it makes it awkward though. And that's just like some niggas is just be asking. It makes it makes it awkward though. I find because I remember if I, I remember I was, I think I hollered at this uh young this uh young lady in Nebraska one time, but she was with her friend group, and they all turned around. So I had to think like, do I acknowledge all of them or do I acknowledge one? Now, granted, it was her. Her sister, they both attractive. And they were her friends, weren't all that. But I addressed all of them, like, yo, how y'all ladies doing? I didn't need to talk to your friend right quick. True. So I addressed them all. But I just want to, like, let me holler at her quick. She's like, one girl, like, you better make it quick because we're about to leave. I'm oh, like, God. all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yo, this God, she up. pressed your alarm. Oh, look, look, hey, I got a number, though. But that's besides oh, the point. But this brings me up to my next question because now that we get into the groove of things, Breaking out the phone to make sure I answer this question Ooh, right. Because I, I, I structured this kind of like, like this. Um, so we talked about body, uh, body shaming and all these things. I kind of guess that you guys were going to talk about this. What, why you think your insecurity, why you think insecurities are so hard to overlook and get past now? Like, because now we're like in our 20s, we all have insecurities. And they tell you, like, man, it just insecurities. We all got them. But why do you think it's hard to overlook it and get past it? Mm. And just, like, be okay with the insecurities you have. Like, my insecurities is, like, like, my, like, 
like for a long time, I didn't find myself super attractive. Like I knew why I wasn't a pecking order or whatever. And I didn't think I was that talented or that smart. So like reading and all that for me, it's like insecurities. So it's kind of hard to overlook, especially when you're in school. <laughs> you trying to read. <laughs> you're like, hey, bro, this is kicking my butt. So why do you think it's hard? Or do you think it's hard at all? Yeah. You might not I, think it's hard. Sidebar. Where where are you guys with your insecurities? Are y'all still dealing with them? Are y'all looking past them? How are y'all definitely. dealing with them? Um, I'm definitely still dealing with them. Um, ooh. I think with my I almost dropped his name. With my ex, um, I mean, you know, you always could, you know. So you don't need you that. Always... Don't do that. Honestly, he won't watch it. I know he won't. Um, you never know. You never know. I just don't want people to know who I was dealing with or like have speculation. But um. Oh, you good? All right, that's respect. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna yeah. push the buttons. So with him, it was very easy for him to see my insecurities, which is something that I never dealt with. Like with men, like he he saw right away where I struggled internally and. Props to him because he tried to help me. Like he um he would plan workout dates. So we would go running. He would plan a workout. He would run with me, like work out with me. Um he was always like on me about eating better and stuff. Like and <clears throat> I think up until that point, I had pretty much just kind of like hid. Like, I knew my insecurities were there and I knew what I was insecure about, but I was just like, I've already, I've already hit this part. Like, like I had no really hope for myself, like to go back and like fix it. Like, I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'll just, I'll deal with it as I go. And he pretty much like gave me a space to where I was comfortable enough to deal with them. And like work through them and he allowed me to like talk about them with him and so like one of my biggest insecurities in high school was my boots um because obviously they're fucking big and like now I like them like I embrace them I wear shirts that show them and stuff but um in high school it was hard because I had the biggest boobs on the team and so no matter how much weight I lost, like how skinny my waistline was, the way the chair tops were built, the lettering that went on the breasts were as big as your boobs. And that shaped the entire uniform top. So I had this big ass lettering and my uniform top was supposed to go like this because I had my waistline in. But since it shaped the uniform, I had like a box top and it just didn't, I didn't feel attractive when I was in my training uniform so I would wear t-shirts all the time like I was always hiding and um even like with my coach like my coach was always like you're the biggest girl on the team I'm gonna kick you off because you're too big like but I in high school I was weighing like 150 160 and was it a female was it a was a, a woman coach or was it a male coach? yeah it was a woman coach but um, she was saying you was too big that's weird. yeah well, she's fat was your coat was your coach fit no not at all there was even one time where um I was I was eating salads weeks straight like 
um, for about three months at, for lunch. Every lunch I had a salad. And one time we had a doubleheader and I had to work a basketball game. So I was there since after school. I was hungry and I got Subway and I was eating the sandwich with the bread. Like I was just like, like I'm, I'm going to work out right now. I'm going to cheer a whole, I'm going to cheer two basketball games. And she was like, if you eat the bread, like you're off the team, like in front of the whole team. And then there was another time where. Did um, the team like back you up or like. Yeah, like, where, where, where was the time? Your mic. Your mic. You sound like Robot Fensky. You sound like a robot team, yeah? But what were you saying? Hold up, man. Also, <laughs> <laughs> let me know about what I, what I saw right now. What I, saw. I was asking, like, did the team back you up? Or, like, were they on your side? Or were they on the coach side? Like, where they were when it's... For the most part, all of the team, no one ever could really tell her anything, obviously, because we were all, you know, in high school and it was it was disrespectful to kind of stand up for yourself. Um, and they would always just ask me, like, after the fact, like, hey, are you OK? Like and but none of them ever really told her anything. And then there was another time Anaya was actually with me this time. Um, we would eat lunch in my coach's classroom and um we love anaya by the way on yeah, this podcast we love anaya yeah we love anaya <laughs> anyway um so me and one of my other friends had planned like because i had it was like after the super bowl we had all these leftovers so i was like hey like i have a lot of potato salad i'll take some another friend was bringing like some chicken and then another friend was bringing something else and we were all just gonna like make our own little plates there so I was the first one in the classroom and I pulled out the potato salad which was enough for like five people and she had a couple football players in there and this one was so embarrassing to me just because they were there Mm -hmm. um but she was like you're gonna eat all of that you're gonna eat all of that and I was trying to say no but she didn't let me like explain anything to her and then she pulled out her little, she was on Weight Watchers. So she pulled out her Weight Watchers app and scanned the bowl of potato salad. And she was like, that's too many carbs. That's too many carbs. But like, it was embarrassing to me because it was in front of guys. Like yeah. that's that's embarrassing period. But like in front of guys, especially at that age, I was I was 16. So wow. I was just like, like- That's I a didn't very vulnerable age, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know how to react. So I was just like, you're not even letting me explain anything. Like, I'm just going to go. And I walked out of the room crying. And the friend that I was going to eat with, she saw me and like she walked me to the bathroom. I told her what happened. And I called my mom and I told her, I was like, hey, this happened. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to eat in Koja's room. I don't even think that day I ate in her, I sat in her room, but I didn't eat. Cause I didn't, I didn't want her to say anything else to me. So I didn't eat that day. I didn't eat lunch for like three days at school. I would just eat when I got home. But, um, did your mom do anything? My mom was just like, just don't talk back to her. Don't be disrespectful. And my mom was more like, you're being dramatic by not eating. Like I was kind of scolded for that. Um, but that was definitely like that's always stuck with me. Like I'm 21 now, and I remember that day like full exactly. detail. Yeah. So I right. think our insecurities honestly boil down to traumatic experiences or 
the way we grew up. So like me always being with a bigger chest, I always look bigger. Um, so my family was always like, oh, you don't think you'd be happy skinnier? Or like I wasn't growing up, I wasn't allowed to feel confident unless I was like a size zero, a size two in pants. But I was like, yo, we all have thighs. Like that is not now looking like I'm like this thick is thick 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 yeah but oh, it's not realistic but for so long I was so like fixated on I even told Nick like it's always been my body goal to be built like fucking Kendall Jenner and just because of how I grew up like I was conditioned to think like I'm not able I'm not allowed to be think I'm pretty until I'm that size Mm -hmm. or until I look a certain way and so that helped me a lot like with my ex he was like no like you and even um the person I'm working out with now like she's very like you have to you have to like where you are when you start and when you where you want to be like you can't just work to where you want to be because you're never going to be happy Um, but that's something I'm really learning now like at the age of 21 so I think it's hard for people to work through their insecurities because everything boils down to um, growing up in a traumatic way or a traumatic experience that you don't necessarily know is traumatic, but you know that the way you think now was shaped by that. Mm. I'm going to let EJ take this one, Mr. Because EJ has been confident since he was five. And so (laughs) this dude confidence is like on another level. But what do you think, EJ? Is it traumatic experiences? Is it just... Honestly, as far as insecurity go, like, personally, for me, like, I'd probably say I started feeling, like, really insecure probably, like, middle school, just because mm-hmm. I realized, like, like, granted, I was the smallest dude in my family, because in my family, everybody's either, like, big by, like, height or width, you know right. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so it's just, like, like, I always saw, I was like, all right, whatever. I'm and then, like, even when I was little, I was skinny. And then, like, there's a certain point in my life where I started gaining weight. And so, by the time I got to middle school, it's like, oh, damn, I'm not like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And so, it was just, like, how big I was and even just, like, like all the way up until, like, right around my freshman year of high school. Like, I was very insecure about my weight. Like, I was, like, a big dude. Like, like I was a big dude. Like, like I had the man breasts all that all that you know what i'm saying it was just like over time like it's just building yourself up and just figuring it out and it's just like of course when you're going through that because i got like i was like an early beginner so by the time i hit high school it was like 13 14 so that's a lot to handle where you're in like a big it's like you're a small fish in a big ass pump Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like figuring it all out and then just kind of figuring like, okay, like, cool, like, all right, like, how do I feel about this? How do I feel about this situation? Like, I remember there'd be times in like basketball camps where it would be church versus skins and I'm on skins team. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I feel insecure and I'm like, like damn. And, like, and it, affects, it affects the way you play. Yeah, it affects the way you play because you're playing shy because you're like, you're like, bro, dang, like, if I move this way, like, this gonna jiggle or something like that. And it's like, these are real things that, like, people experience. And so, it's like, yeah, it's just like, these are just realistic things throughout life. Like, you're always gonna, everybody has their insecurities. 
that's the thing that I started to learn. Um, mm-hmm. As I started to become more confident, stuff like that, and like I built that supreme confidence to where like, it's like, like nobody can tell me shit. Like I'm confident in myself no matter what because after all, like it's like I understand how much work I put in to get where I got. Because like throughout high school, I started like I started lifting, I started pooping and stuff like that. And once I got to college, I think after my freshman year, that's when my confidence really like started kicking. Cause like that's when I started to be able to like interact with girls and stuff like that, and then I realized like, oh damn, like I like someone else finds me attractive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like it's like once you're growing up, like especially during that time, cause I wasn't even focused on girls or anything like that. I was more focused on getting a scholarship. But once yeah. I started to get like acknowledgement from the other side, it was just like, okay, cool. Like, all right, I know I'm attractive because someone wants, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, as of like, you go through that and stuff like that, it's just like finding your way. Because, like, my thing was as far as like insecurities has always been my body. Because, like, as far as just my body, because, like, naturally, like, I've always been a big dude. And it's just like figuring out, like, okay, how do I feel about this? How do I feel about that? You know what I'm saying? Just because, like, Nick, you know, as a guy, like, you're judged on pretty much everything. Just like and vice versa with girls, like you're judged as well. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. like when you're like in the dating realm or in that pool, you're always judged. So it's just like, as far as like, sometimes some people say some things that hurt your feelings and it strikes a little bit deeper than others, you know what I'm saying? And so it's just in that case, like as I've grown on, as I hit the perspective glow up, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody had to glow up, you know what I'm saying? And my glow like, didn't come to my beer time, to my beer. Oh king, God! Like, <laughs> you know how I'd be like, bro. I hit my glow mm-hmm. up sophomore year. Like it's mm-hmm. like once you hit your glow up and stuff like that, you realize, oh damn! Like other people find me attractive. Mm-hmm. That's that's when you really start gaining that confidence and stuff like that. And then for me, I didn't even really get my confidence. So I was like nineteen. I'm like twenty three now. Like. Like that was like a process, and even then, it's just like even even nowadays, it's just like some days I feel like my body's not where I want it to be, or like stuff like that. But it's just like at the end of the day, you have to love yourself no matter where you at, and you have to be able to be willing to put on the work, put in the work. And like the thing is, people nowadays like call self love a lot of like BS, but mm-hmm. like a thing that people forget that self love is calling yourself on your own BS, like calling mm-hmm. yourself on your own bull. And you be like, you know what? I was on some bullshit the other day. I ate a bunch of like, like trash stuff. Like I was like, I was like, I didn't really track myself. It's like, all right, cool. It's like, cool. Let me get right. Like today is the day that I'm gonna get right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's like throughout that, it's like the thing that I found that I helped me with my self confidence is that, like, you find confidence in the work that you put. You know what I'm saying? It's all like the work that you put into like making yourself a better person. It's not even like your body. It's like mentally, physically, and spiritually. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like that's how you go ahead and get rid of your insecurities. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, life is too short to be just unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Like you pressed about some stuff that like you can control. And it's just like you have to be real with yourself. And that's the hardest thing. Like that's even with me. Like that's something that I have to realize. It's like, yo. Like, you know what? Sometimes you can get in your own way. And that is like, true. Yeah. That is true. Now, I ain't going to lie. This the, I'm going I'm <laughs> to put this together because y'all say it a lot. 
know, Alaya has been very attractive since the day I met her, but we are in business together right now. So, so right now we can't do business can be fun, man. Oh my god, anyway, (laughs) hey, she's spicy. No, that's crazy. Um, I can say for me, uh, mine is weird though because I've had girls attracted to me, so that's not, (laughs) but it's like I got judged on a few things. So, I went to a private school, right. So I'm like the only black dude there. No, I used to, yeah. So I get I used to get the you're just the athlete type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I remember I got judged because this is funny. This is funny, but back then, bro, this made me so hot. So <laughs> we and EJ was talking about this. It was funny, but at the time, bro, I, <laughs> so I had a really I couldn't read well. Like I couldn't read well at all. True. And you know when you're in middle school and, and elementary, so they used to do like the reading in a row. Yeah. And so like if you have a crest of kids trying to like trying to study a little, wow. oh, this is gonna be my paragraph. I'm trying to, bro, I'm studying the paragraph like hard, studying the whole paragraph, and it gets to my turn, and I started sounding like Forrest Gump, bro. Like I don't know no word at all, and it got to the point where I'm telling you like. I remember I was asking this girl, like, you know, it's like my first time, I guess, a girl for a number or whatever. And she said, nah, because you wouldn't be able to spell my name in your phone anyway. Bruh! <laughs> Bro! Bro! I cried. Look at his face, like, oh my God. Bro, I, bro, I look like, oh, who hurt you? Who hurt you? She woke up the morning. Bruh, bruh. When I tell you, when I tell you, got through the got around school, I got clowned. Clown. I already get clowned because I couldn't read well. Now I'm getting clowned about this. I should, bruh, like that right there shut everything down. Like I was like so that that's why I also never talked to girls. Like my reading was shattered. Like, and my the way my mom is set up is like, we're gonna practice it. And my dad, like, well, you just gotta get better at it. But what my dad was, he's trying to build up a black man, but he forgot to build me up first. So he forget, like, yo, your son needs to get the confidence so you can bring him down to bring him back up. And so that's why I asked. As far as my securities right now, I have it, but I'm getting really well at it. It's really, it's getting easy because of, like, counseling. And I think a lot of people should get counseling. Please go get some maintenance. Shout out, shout out to all the therapists out there. Y'all, y'all <laughs> young, young especially if you, especially, especially if you're my, especially if you're a minority, as far as like blacks, Latinos, uh, indigenous people, uh, the uh, Native Americans, especially, go get you some counseling. Get you some. After, uh, after this past year, we had. I think we all need some counseling. Yeah, we all need some counseling, and so because what counseling do a. It helps you regulate your thoughts and see where you're at and be honest with yourself. And they can ask you the right questions so you can kind of get you on that path to success. But as far as what you guys are talking about, I watched EJ grow up in those four years he's talking about. And it's crazy because I want to say this. When we first met EJ, EJ was the nicest dude I've ever met in my life. Like when we became friends, EJ is the nicest, sweetest man I've ever met. And then he got in contact 
with one of our great friends, and they turned this nigga into a savage. <laughs> like, but he was so sweet. Like his thought, oh my, like his mama raised this man is so right. And he, she did a perfect job. This dude, like his outlook <laughs> on relationships and marriage was like Disney like. On God. Disney and like, but mine is still like that. But his was like, man, like Disney like. And I was just like, they gonna break this nigga heart. <laughs> like, I was just like, they gonna yeah, break his heart. Yeah, I, I pulled up. I pulled up to this one. I have fucking chance. I have one fucking chance. This one. And this, this is my next topic. So I'm gonna ask y'all, yes or no, and then we'll just get into it. Is college still important? I'm asking somebody that graduated, somebody that's taking a break, and I'm almost finished. Hey, sidebar, sidebar. Can we snap it up for Nick almost graduating his master's in May? Let's go ahead, right, let's go ahead and snap it up. Yeah. I mean, you know. We love to see a black man get married. Yeah. You feel me? I'm going to be really, I'm going to really, I'm going to be really I'm drunk on me. Hey, shout out Possibly. to Nick. Possibly. One of, one of. Because you're going to die. All right. It's up in May. Oh, that's needed. May. I'm, I'm pulling up. You pulling up? I got pulling you. Pulling up. Oh, hey, no these off the plane. My mother really wants my mother really wants to meet my friends. Like she's really looking for if you guys hey, come. Wants to meet her daughter in law. <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever. You, hey, all right, you plan. All right, you got. Hey, my my liver is ready to prepare. We got four years of training. I'm fully hydrated. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, you got all up. So is it yes? Is it a yes or no? Is college still important or? Cause I have, I'm conflicted. I say yes, depending on what you're going to school for. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel the same way in that case too. Because for personally, for my bachelor's degree, which is a sports management degree, I granted, don't get me wrong, it looks good as far as like bachelors and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but in the case of you getting your bachelor's, the thing that's good about sports management is that it's pretty much ninety percent networking because mm-hmm. it's more about who you know versus what you. Do. Right. And granted, don't get me wrong. There's like there's certain things that you should learn throughout the whole way and stuff like that. As far as like like how to run a business and stuff like that, especially in the sports realm, because it's a different beast and that's an animal in itself. But that's true. Nonetheless, like as we all see it now nowadays in like our respective fields, it's more about like who you know versus what you know. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like it's like, hey, if I know this person over here versus who's not as qualified, but I know them. And I know their personality. I know what they bring to the table. Or someone who I don't really know, who you gonna go? With? You gonna go? That's true. You, you really know for sure, yeah. and that's crazy. And that's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like it's right or wrong or whatever. Like at the end of the day, it's whoever that person chooses. It is what it is. But in some cases, you don't need it because there's electricians who are out here making like nineteen dollars an hour. Granted, in the grand scheme of things, you out here making big bank. You know what I'm saying? And then there's some people who are vice versa who are in college. You got a bachelor's degree, you get out of college, you don't have a job. So it's like it's it's those like, trades. Don't trades. I hate to cut you, but those trades are so underrated. So Bro. underrated. Mm-hmm. trades are so underrated. Like some, it's like it just depends on what you do. Because I agree with you. Because like those trades are underrated. It's psychology. Psychology, mm-hmm. like, bro, you gotta, you gotta come with it. You know what I'm saying? Psychology. This is the thing with people like psychology is the field. You gotta go back to school. 
on God. Like you have to. It's not like you have to go back to get the masters because like I'm looking for jobs now. And I got a I got a job interview tomorrow. But good luck, by the way. Thank you. But they are looking for licensed people. But you could become a plumber and get the trade and go get the welding trade, which is like a six months. And welders make 80. They making like, but they 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 they, they got something you can make like 80, 80 to like a 90,000, or you can be like a plumber that's making like like legit, like you can you can really finesse the system and make like six figures as a plumber. Oh God. But there's nobody wanna do that though. But that's the why they pay so well. But what about you, Eli? Because you are. <clears throat> I'm on a break right now. Me and you're on a break. Me and school are broken out. Mm. Um, are y'all y'all in counseling right now, or? Yeah, we're in counseling. <laughs> yeah. How you feel? Um, I agree with EJ on the part of it depends on what you're majoring in. Yeah, for sure. I'm a communications major, but the field I want to go into is with sports, not necessarily communication minor, but um, more so like the the PR side of sports, the the image and all that. So there is people like Rich Paul and a bunch of agents who never went to college and they're doing just fine. But Rich Paul also knows LeBron James. That's his best friend. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's about what you know. And I yeah. learned that very early because I tried to get an internship with ESPN, the local one, um, my first semester in college, because I knew like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get experience. And I didn't get it, but this girl in my class did because she knew one of the interns that was already there. Wow. So I was like, fuck. Like, and then, you know, a couple uh semester later, that's how I get my first internship because I knew someone on the team um, that I work with now and they kind of got me, they got me in to do my school project and then it, I was able to network to get something bigger. But I learned that very early that it's all about networking, especially with sports. Um, so it, it's really hard, like um, speaking from a woman's perspective, trying to work in sports, it's really hard to um I've been having to learn how to put my feelings aside and really having to when I feel disrespected step back and have to think like a man and think like okay was was the intention to be disrespectful or is it just the tone that they're using and <clears throat> it's also been hard not to look like a bitch when I'm standing up for myself like People think I'm being disrespectful, but I'm just not tolerating a lot of bullshit. Um, so coming from like a girl, college does help in that instance of wanting to work in male-dominated male-dominated field. fields. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, like I don't want my doctor or my nurse to ever say, like, nah, college isn't important. Cause that that shit right there. So let's so let's I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just list off some fields. You like yeah nah. So if you go to school for general studies, <laughs> like I'm just general general studies. Like that's that's why I'm that. 
What is general studies? General studies is just saying I went to school for four years. Pretty much. Um, nah, you're wasting your time. <laughs> is a business degree important to get? I think that depends on the goal. If you're getting a business degree to work in corporate America, yeah. to work as a broker or um, an accountant, anything like that, I think, yeah, it is. But, but if, you wanna, as, if you want to be an accountant, you can just get your accountant degree. Yeah, but that, so, that's, mean, take a, that's a little harder. So. Yeah. But I think if you're getting it, if you're in school more to be like, you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to start your own business, no. Because there is YouTube for that. Like, there's so many courses on YouTube. For that. I think people get, and I don't know, I think me and EJ talked about this, or me and Jay Sean, we were saying that people were like, but look at Bill Gates, look at uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and these guys. These guys went to Harvard. These guys also developed life-changing things, mm-hmm. and they knew they had that. That's different. <laughs> That's so different. But I do have to say, the reason why I ask these, I ask this question is because I think a lot of people in the media, especially on YouTube and these guys, these gurus, you know, these uh forex guys, we come to what you, what you going to college for? What you going to college for? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't you, money you, for school, but you're not gonna pay to invest. You ain't gonna pay that no. to invest, <laughs> bro. Look, side story. I got another funny story for you guys. I think I told you this, EJ. EJ drunk as hell. Anyway, <laughs> he is, bro. Like he over there. I watched him. I watched him just look at his, just look down for like five minutes. <laughs> He's like, I'm drunk as hell. I can't function. This girl was flirting with me, and oh, I remember. so I'm thinking like, oh, I got me. And she was attractive. And, you know, she was asking me what I do and stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm getting my master's in social work and stuff like that. And I'm explaining what it is. Yeah. She had to loosen my nigga up real quick. Yeah. She's like, so you think about investing? I was like, yeah, I'm probably invest. You know, my mom and my dad work closely with a broker already. So, there's, you know, it'd be easy just to go sit in those uh, meetings or whatever. And she was like, what about the four eggs? And I can teach you about that. And I was just like, nah, I'm not really that. And she go, you're not serious about your future. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like hold on. What you talking about? I'm getting my master's. I'm like, I'm like what you mean? I'm getting my master's. Like, yeah, you're just going to be in and, and, uh, and college debt, trying to pay that back. You're going to be a slave to the school. I'm like, I have, I'm going to graduate with no debt. What you talking about? She's like, why are you lying? Why are you lying? Your mama don't got that type of money. I'm like, oh, we get disrespectful in this bitch. I know. I'm like, yo, yo, how do you know? She disrespected my mother in law. We're going to have to fight her. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't play with me. I'll have my cousin pull up on me in a quick moment. For real. And then, so I just like, I just wind up blocking her, man. But this is like, this is a side note. Like, how do y'all feel about the forex traders for real? For real? Have y'all got so, like that? I have a story exactly like that. This guy is it like that? In love right. with in high school, like, and he knew. He knew. He was also the one who told me um, he couldn't date me because I didn't look. I didn't fit the image of what a football girlfriend was supposed to look like. The but fuck does a football girlfriend look like? I don't know, but that is a story for another another episode. Some stupid ass. But shit. he knew that I was like completely in love with him, and 
he talked to me for a good like week like on end like put effort in just that's to, a snake shit right there bro just to be like all right like you know I know your situation I know you're working right now like I could put you on something where you don't have to work so I was like okay what is it and he was like yeah you can invest like it's just much monthly whatever and I had already been approached by forex people like four or five times these and niggas vultures bro one of my closest friends um he traded and he was like you don't have to recruit to trade like you could just trade on your own like it's fine and so I already, me already knowing that and then he he hit me with that I was like I was just hurt I was like damn I was a weak bitch in that instance because I fell for that shit but so I've had that and then he got upset he was like see that's why I can't be with you because you don't care about your future this this and that I was like bro chill out like I just don't want to do that it doesn't interest me <laughs> EJ, you got one? Do you have a story like that? Do you have a forex story? Have they ever come to you also like huh? Every week, every week, I have a I have a beautiful girl who follows me on Instagram. And it's to the point where I was just like, I don't follow them back. Like it's just it's like anytime I see Forex Trader in they like bio, I'm like, all right, I'm cool off them. Because I like they, the little graphs. Exactly. It's just like it's like I have no problem. I have no problem with you forex trading, but it's just like the connotation behind it. It's the fake, the fake being interested in you, or else like like yo, if you need more people to sign up for you, keep it a wrap. Or else like it's like yo, oh god, just start, just start there. Just don't lie to me. You don't yeah, care. Like, like, dude, you don't care, Robbie, bro. Like, I remember, I remember, I met with this one dude. I ain't even gonna name drop. I met with this one dude. Bro, really had like talk to me ask me about my life and i was like granted i knew i already knew i was gonna sign up because because our homie does it already like nick our homie does it already so i already knew it was up and he did the whole spiel i was like you know what i'm gonna respect you just out of like common courtesy i'm gonna let you do your whole spiel dog i'm gonna let you get through it like it is what it is bro was like oh yeah you do this yeah man you can go and get dudes at your car i'm like bro come on man like like it ain't even that deep, bro. Like you want some other type of talk. Like, like it's like my thing is, I feel like if they just came as like real people and not yeah, on some yeah. like shy stuff, like, hey, bro, if you don't want to pay the two fifty a month. I get it. I get it. I respect. Cause they approaching, bro. They approaching. Like, they trying age. to get you signed. They like the weird thing is, like it's just like bro, specifically in El Paso. Like everyone thinks everything is a scam. All right, cool. I get that. My thing is, bro, you approaching me the way you doing is not helping the situation. Like, if you just come as like a real person, like, yo, look, I trade, like, like, yo, like, if you're interested in being on my team and like getting into this trading stuff, cool. Like, this is what it is. Woo, woo, woo. Like, awesome. But it's just like you come on some shicey stuff, like, bro, I ain't even messing with that. Like, you come on some slimy, like, it's not even that deep. Like, bro, people just be weird. Like, it's just your approach. That's my thing. I'm like, it is you your approach. Like, you're perfectly fine, but it's just like, yo, you want to be on some shiesty stuff or some weird nut stuff. It's like, it's like, come on, man, let's not fake the funk. Like, like, bro, you don't want to pay the two fifty months. I feel the brother. Like, hey, bro, <laughs> <laughs> like, right, bro. give it away, bro. All right, this is my last. This is my last topic, guys. Oh, and man. I this 
Yeah, man. Yeah. It's really just been us three. It's crazy because, like, our last two episodes, we had a guest. And, like, it's crazy that yeah, we, we are. to be us three. Yeah, it's been a while. But I do want to, I, I think this is something I've been thinking about. And we're in our 20s right now, so I think it's important. And maybe this is just me. This is just a theory I have. Why do we think, and it's not everybody in their 20s, yeah. think, like, life is over when we hit 30. Now, I understand it for women because the biological clock, as far as kids, that's different. Okay. Well, we got one person on that perspective. But why do we think, like, after 30, like, the fun is over? Like, like, is that a society thing? Or is that, like... Cause I'm like, damn! Like after thirty, we can't go out. I guess is it because like we can't really go to a club anymore? Is that the thing? Nah, honestly, I think like personally, me being twenty three, um, in the grand scheme of things, you're younger. Because I'm just saying, because right now I'm about to be twenty five, so like I got five more years that's to do this. Shit. In, the, in the grand scheme of things, there's like one society plays a pressure into it because it's like, oh, by the time you're in your twenties, you're supposed to have shit figured out. Psych, that don't work that way. Um, and then another thing is just like like your own pressure on yourself, your own expectations. Because when you're little and you're in kindergarten, you imagine by 20 you'll be married and all that other like good shit. But unfortunately, life doesn't work that way. And well, then, when I was a kid, I thought I was gonna be a Power Ranger, bro. Oh God, bro. An amazing kid. When I was a kid, I thought I would be in a happy relationship and getting married by 22. I'm I told my mom. Never had a boyfriend. Like, Side note: Before the EJ get back to the stuff, we definitely cut him off. But right. I told my mother during Katrina, two thousand five. Don't worry about it, mom. The Pine Ranger is going to come and help. My mom looked at me with the most disappointed face of any parent I've ever seen. She looked at me like, "Boy, they're going to sit your ass down, fucking Pine Rangers. Like the Megazords go come." I'm sitting there like a dumbass looking at TV. They go like they gonna come take the water away or something, bro. It's some bullshit. <laughs> but you were saying, EJ, you were saying, yeah, bro. It's just like at the end of the day, I think it plays a lot into the fact that we was doing older people shit when we were young. Like that's the thing. Like I remember we all talked about it. Like, like when I turned twenty one, it wasn't even that cool because I was doing twenty one shit when I was sixteen. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. And so it's just like. Like, granted, like, all of us have been a little bit faster than we should have been. But on top of that, it's just, like, you putting so much pressure on yourself and realizing that you just, like, fuck around and forget. Everybody's journey is different. Everybody got their own path to walk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like your homie, like, even though that's your man's, like, your man's man, he on the come up. Like your man may hit big before you hit big. Does that mean you gotta be assaulted by it? Nah, because that's your journey. Everybody has their own time. Everybody got their own stuff they gotta go through to make them who they are. And it's just the process of that and then just realizing like you gotta be patient. Like it's easy for someone to say, hey, be patient. You're like, okay, all right, fine. But you know what knows real patience is when you see all your people around you like leveling up and you know you grinding, but you're not at that point. That's real patience. That's also show that's also with French real real friendship because just because I'm not winning, I also cannot I gotta be happy for my friend. Oh god, and that's the thing, it's just like patience 
real franchises because as 20-somethings, we all have to realize that, like, in the grand scheme of things, we're like, fuck. After you graduate college or once you hit a certain age, you're like, fuck, I'm old. But the real, like, the real, like, realization of everything is just that, like, bro, we should barely beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's a quote that I heard that's like, every man has two lives. There's the one where, like, he's just living his normal life, and the second one begins where he, like, really realizes he only has one life. And I think that happens to all of us, because once you hit that 20-year-old mark, you realize, like, oh, shit. Like, all right, cool. Like, I'm out of college. I'm removed from whatever I'm doing, or else, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, cool. I'm, like, 20s. So what am I about to do with my 20s to make it worthwhile to make me, like, who I want to be? And it's just, uh, yeah. I, just, I think, like, and I, I'm going to ask a lot of this because I know it's different for women. And you're 21. She's the older. She's the baby of the podcast, guys. 21. I'm the girl. I'm the grandfather. And I ask this because it's a different. It's a just time clock. Just <laughs> <laughs> I ask this. I, 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 I ask this because I know the biological time clock for women is different. So it's like a ticking time bomb. Does it force you guys to grow up faster? Does that pressure mounts on you guys to get that marriage thing, whatever, or does that even bother you? Or um, one thing I definitely noticed is, um, growing up in a Mexican household, by fifteen we're considered a woman. That is a whole concept of a quinceanera. You're turning from a girl into a woman, and at that point, I'm still a little girl, like. Looking back, that's what that is. I never, I knew yeah, what that is the was. Okay. Of a yeah. Okay. 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 I but like looking, me. like being twenty-one, looking back at fifteen-year-old me, like I. But being raised in a Mexican household, by fifteen, you're expected to, um, you know how to cook, you know how to change diapers, you look after your siblings, like if they're your own kids, like by fifteen, maybe sixteen, I could have ran a family if I was in a financially stable position, like, Mm. and I think that's the case for a lot of um, women or girls who grow up as the oldest sibling, you kind of take on a mom role unknowingly. And, you know, years down the line, you start like thinking like, oh shit, like I didn't, I never got a chance to be a kid. So now like with my sister, I'm so hard on her about being a kid. Like I'm like, go do whatever clubs go to the football game go go to this go to that like granted I got to go to the football games but because I was a cheerleader but if I wasn't I would have had responsibilities here at home that would have taken me away from that um and as far as growing up fast as women obviously our biological clock when you're pregnant past 30 you are considered high risk um so especially like my grandma had by 17 three kids so in her eyes like I'm behind like she's like how come you don't you haven't had a boyfriend yet and I'm just like because I don't want like I don't know it's just I think it's so different generationally too but the way we're raised is like by 27 you're supposed to be married with a dog and two kids and your little happy humble home and the white pig fence type shit. Yeah, and like that's the thing we're conditioned to to know growing up. 
So I think that's why so many women now are like, fuck, like, once we hit 25, we're like, okay, like, that's our age to settle down. And as men, y'all wait until 27, 28 to be like, okay, I'm ready. And I think that honestly pushes a lot of marriages too, because women are ready. And a lot of times men don't voice when they're ready. So when the woman's ready to marry, you have to be ready too. Because I, I think a lot of times men just starting to come up at 27, 28. Yeah, y'all are starting to... Just to get to that point where... Behind yeah. Okay, I'm... But I'm the money, yeah. like financially, just financially, we just getting good, like straight. Mm-hmm. We had a... This was really, this was really good. This was a serious podcast. I feel like we got a lot done today, you know. EJ coming off a really great drinking situation cheers Cheers. i'm gonna just wrap it up because i think i I don't want to i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to overdo this but god this has been another episode give me an alaya titty shake before we go out like as an outro i don't i don't think i don't i don't think you need that because youtube is gonna youtube is gonna gonna (laughs) you think youtube might monetize us we don't have have enough wow we don't have enough <laughs> we don't have enough subscribers yet for that, but I'm gonna oh, end it. I'm gonna EG the freak, <laughs> Aliyah who just love showing her twins, Tia and Tamara, who just wants you guys to be safe and humble, <laughs> and we just want you guys to 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 listen hey, wait, to our podcast. You didn't even say testy. Said testy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys have a great day. Honestly, we love every single one of y'all who's listening or watching us on YouTube. Uh, it's been a great ride. Peace to the Middle East. <laughs> y'all dudes are.